0: Good morning. Good morning. I'm so glad the sun came out. <laughs> I love the rain. but I, the sun just so The sun on Sunday is just something special. Jesus said, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for another. It sounds simple enough. If the disciples want to be known as a follower of Jesus, if they want to keep the experience of having him with them, then they must love as he taught them when he was there. For those of us who were not there, 2,000 plus years ago, and who do not have firsthand experience with Jesus as he was with the apostles, we have only scripture and our own experience of the living Christ as a guide to what he may have meant by love one another just as I have loved you. For some people, love is easily understood. In the movie Forrest Gump, the title character says, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. How I envy him. If you ever have seen this movie, it is obvious that he does understand what it means to love another person. His actions and beliefs seem to be guided by an innate sense of how to be compassionate and open-hearted to others, even in the midst of the most challenging circumstances. While Forrest Gump is not a real person, there are some folks who do seem to have that special something, that sense of how to be loving and caring in ways that are natural expressions of who they are. And yet at the same time following this commandment for so many of us is a challenge because for us love is an elusive concept. What is real love? Some of us are not sure. Some of us did not experience love as children, at least not the kind of love that made it clear that we were valued and cherished as children of God. Some of us may not remember what it feels like to be loved because we are so overwhelmed with life challenges that love seems to be a distant memory. Some of us were told only about certain types of love, like romantic love, obsessive love, and the like, which does not seem to be anything at all like what Jesus is talking about. What is love? The scriptures are filled with hundreds of descriptions. Here are two. The Song of Solomon tells us that love is as strong as death. It's jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns like blazing fire, like a mighty flame. Many waters cannot quench love. Rivers cannot wash it away. If one were to give all the wealth of his house for love, it would be utterly scorned." Well, here we learn what love is like, not so much about how to love. Let's look at another passage. First Corinthians says that love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. It always protests always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. It never fails. Well, this gives us some idea about how to love, be patient, kind, and persistent with your love. And we also learn a lot about what love is not. And this information is very important. Too often love is presented as controlling jealous, and withholding behaviors, when those actions are nowhere close to what Jesus commanded. It seems to me that one would really need to spend a great deal of time studying the New Testament in detail to bring out a full picture of what Jesus meant when he said to love one another as I have loved you. The study of his life and his actions how he lived, what he did, how he changed over time, point us toward the answers we need about how to love one another. And while we might start with what love in action is, there are so many additional questions to be answered. For example, once we know what love is, then we might want to know who and what should be included as we fulfill this commandment to love. Today's first lesson makes it clear that the Holy Spirit and visions from God are guides to how we might accept people who we think are unworthy. Peter is told, what God has made clean, you may not call profane. And later, he remembers how Jesus said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If then God gave them the same gift that he gave us, with which we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could hinder God? Clearly, love is to be given and shared with anyone that God, not us, has deemed worthy. There are lots of people who we might not think deserving of love. And in this lesson, it is God who should guide us when we make this decision. I wonder as well if Jesus' commandment to love only included people. What about love for God's creation, animals, the earth, the sea, the sky, the air. If we commit to living lives that respect all that God created and placed in our care, it seems to me that we would not need to argue over whether or not climate change exists, because we would be already making better choices to care for the earth and the seas and the animals because we know that while humans were given control, it did not come with the right to harm or destroy. Some of us struggle with motivation. If truth is told, we tend to act faster when we are clearer about how we benefit when we make the choice to love. We want to know if we love as Christ commanded, will that bring us closer to the time when heaven and earth are truly one in the same? Will we finally see that the home of God is among mortals, that he will dwell with us as our God and we will be his peoples and God himself will be with us? Will our tears be washed away, our burdens lifted, Are souls free to rejoice in all the gifts of grace we are given? What we are asking is, honestly, what's in it for me? But we don't say it too loudly. Once we understand the way of love as taught by Jesus, some of us also need to awaken the why we love part of ourselves. Because honestly, he told us to may not be enough. Because if it were enough, we just might see more evidence of love in action. When we love as Jesus loved us, will it give us the courage to intervene when we see evil? Will we learn to forgive those who hurt us? Will we be able to sit quietly amid life's storms, grounded in the knowledge that the only thing that is permanent in our lives is the love of God? So many questions, so little time. Love one another as I have loved you. The direction is clear. Putting it into action is where we might need some help. So we pray, we study scripture, and we come together as a community of believers willing to follow the way of Jesus and to learn how to love as he loved us. It is one of the reasons we have church, to remember who God created us to be, to worship and glorify our creator, and to explore the questions that challenge our spirit so that we can live into the promise he gave us, the gift of a new life.